and we're back for the reader copy recap. My name is Chris and I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. That is right. We got a new Disney Plus TV show coming at your moon night. I'm super excited. We're here for episode one. It's been a while since we've done a, a recap show. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. What was the last one? Hawkeye? Hawkeye, that's right. We skipped Peacemaker. Didn't Our timelines didn't connect on that one. Yeah, um, but I'm glad to be back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this is, of course, um, Disney Plus series. We've got one episode out right now. It stars, hold your breath, Oscar Isaac, May Calamay, Karim El Hakim, F. Murray Abraham, and Ethan Hawke. And it's music by Hasim Nazi. Oh, music's getting a shout out now. I've always said the composer. Oh, really? Okay. There, there was a Jay-Z song in this. Did he do that one too? Uh, No, that's not a Jay-Z song. Big, oh, it's not? It's, nope. a, it's a... It's the original. Oh, it is? I did not know there's an original. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what's the title of this episode? The title of this episode is The Goldfish Problem. Now, this is the first Disney Plus series that is introducing, like, debuting a character for the titular character. Oh, you mean, like, like he didn't show up and it's something else? This is brand new character, and he's the star of it. Like, Loki, WandaVision, we know those characters in the past. Right, that makes sense. Uh, Falcon. Yeah, this uh, is the first time we're there. introducing a character in a series, and they're, like, the star of it. Right, okay. People say this has, like, more of a disconnection from the uh, other MCU properties, and you can mm-hmm. kind of feel that. Yeah, I like where the MCU is going now, especially in the past couple of movies. Like, they're definitely, like, the, the ones prior, like, the original 10 years or whatever, it felt like you're either in outer space or in your New York. Yeah, kind of, a little right. bit. But uh, where we're we going here, we're going to Egypt. I like this. It's like you're actually exploring the rest of the world. Like this, Shang-Chi, Eternals. MCU is global now. We got to branch out a bit. Yeah. We got, went to Wakanda. I'm talking about real places. <laughs> Africa's not real. Um, but yeah, I really like this. I like the look of it. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to dig deeper into what M- the MCU is offering in, in, especially in Moon Knight. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's such a weird character. I was wondering how they're gonna make him feel for this show. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get into a bit. It's a uh, it has a, maybe some disconnections from the comics. I think right. Um, where in the comics you're really following Mark Spector. Yes, the Avatar. Yeah, this one we're not following him. We're really following Stephen Grant, and this Stephen Grant is different than the Stephen Grant in the comic books. Right. So. Me, the comic book fan, you know, I'm raging out. Oh, so you hate this show? <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it starts off not even with any of those characters, it starts off with Ethan Hawke's Arthur Harrow. He is doing some type of ritual, taking a drink mm-hmm. of water. Uh, he even breaks that glass yeah. in, a, in a little towel there and then tosses those little shards into his slippers yeah. as he goes on his little stroll. What is this? Is this kind of like um, a pain sacrifice kind of thing? I think so. I, some type of weird cultish behavior, right? Yeah. Um, maybe ancient ritual that's mm. common already, but it's to show Ethan Hawke's characters kind of will go to the limits, you know? Right. He's also in what looks like a temple. Is that what it is? I, I had no idea what it was. It's their temple or where they also show um hamilton <laughs> it's a theater it, it looks like a theater like a stage <laughs> it looks like maybe a tomb right it looks like a catacombs or yeah, something. something like that yeah yeah mm-hmm. where the heck is he i don't know we don't know awesome, awesome jesus slippers he's it, rocking it's a really cool uh like intro scene I yeah know. you think so yeah it really set the mood for his character and and the mood of the show really interesting to start on the villain here right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah is he a villain oh good question yeah he is <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we see our, our main character this is Oscar Isaac now, and he is playing Stephen Grant, and he's waking up in like his apartment in London. There's obvious signs that he's trying to prevent himself from sleepwalking, mm-hmm. right? He's strapped to a pillar. Yeah. There's like sand around his bed to show if there's a disturbance at night. Mm-hmm. There's tape on the door frame to see yeah. if the door is open. It seems like at this point nothing was touched. I think so. It looks that way, right? Yeah. And we get like a good morning montage as he's getting ready, yeah. feeding his little fish Gus with a one one uh, finned fish Gus there, mm, right? Yeah. And we're seeing him getting ready to go to work. He works at a museum at the gift shop. That's right. And um, we, this is where we're introduced to his arch nemesis, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> the real villain of the show. The annoying boss that's like just really domineering, annoying. Yeah. Seems like she's really like taking her anger out on him. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems like he's really into all the stuff in the museum and he knows a lot, but she doesn't care. Like pointing to like the the statues and all the like the sarcophaguses there mm-hmm. and like talking about how to pull the organs out. He knows his stuff, right? He's, he's he, very smart. He's an Egyptologist. Is that a word? Egyptianology? Egyptianists? He's a Egyptianite. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into trouble here. <laughs> You're an anti-Egyptianizer. <laughs> but uh, he's kind of, we get an attitude of him. He's like kind of meek. He's kind of a, a, little yeah. bit, a little bit of a loser, but he's got a date coming up. I guess he didn't even know about it. It works. Yeah. Steak time, right? Pretty <laughs> lucky him. Yeah. So it shows that he has like some kind of like almost like memory loss going on, right? A little bit. Um, it's not always there. And then when he leaves for work, it also shows like, yeah, like you said, he's kind of a loner, outsider. He's talking to like one of those like statue guys that pretend to be a statue. A uh, street performer. Street performer, yeah. Like a mime almost. Yeah. Like that's who he's befriending. That's his best friend, I think. Yeah. And I think it also is, it's an Easter egg because that character looks like uh, Crowley yeah. from the comics, mm-hmm. a homeless vagrant yeah. uh, character in Moon Knight. But yeah, that's just like his best friend. Like they seem like they're chumming it up, him and right. the statue. I, I, well, it seems like one-sided. I bet Crowley character doesn't like listening to him, but he has no choice. He's getting paid. <laughs> Yeah. That's what he's there for. Yeah. Um, and then he, he heads uh, home, right? Mm-hmm. And we see now his ritual of, I'd say, not going to sleep because he doesn't want to go to sleep. He's uh, listening to a book on tape to stay awake. Yeah. This doesn't make sense to me because he's trying or is he trying not to sleepwalk. He's trying not to go to sleep because when he sleeps is when he loses control of whatever is happening. That's when the he does things that he doesn't remember. So... The less he sleeps, the more Stephen Grant is awake, the more he's like, I don't know, in control. And that's why he's always tired throughout the day. That's why he's always late to work. That doesn't sound like the move if I was Stephen Grant in this situation, trying to stay awake. You're going to be drowsy or whatever. It's not, I don't think this is the right move. Do you think he's a doctor about this? The things are happening that he can't control when he's not awake. I guess. That's why he ties himself up. It's very strange. Yeah. You know, I do, I sleepwalk, right? You know that? Mm -hmm. It's kind of paused a bit, but when I was a kid, I used to sleepwalk and people would tell me this after wake up. Yeah. And they're like, I saw you one time and you were beating up a werewolf in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a superhero. <laughs> it's, it's strange stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know that I sleepwalk. You may, you guys might just be pranking me. I don't know. <laughs> um, this is also where we see like why he's so intelligent and in, into like Egyptian history. It's because he reads a lot of the books about it. He has time on his yeah. hands. He's trying to stay awake, right? Mm-hmm. That's his thing. Yeah. Um, he does eventually 
doze off and he wakes up, he's like not at home. No, he's waking up in the fields. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, groggy, his chin is broken or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. he's waking up trying to get his bearings. It looks like he's in the Swiss Alps or something, maybe German yeah. village, something. Very Eastern European secluded town because it's like up in the mountains. It's lovely. Uh, this is where we're introduced to Khonshu. Right. It's uh, a voiceover in his head mm-hmm. talking to him. Yeah. Oh, great. The, the idiot is awake. Right. And it's very much talking like he knows who he is and he this has like happened before. And um, Stephen doesn't know what's going on, though. He sees a guy up in the tower, waves him. He doesn't realize these guys are actually like after him, chasing him. They've got guns on him, ready yeah. to shoot him. So he goes running like he does. He's frantic mm-hmm. running through this village. As he makes it to the courtyard and the villagers kind of circle around to listen to uh, Dr. Arthur Harrow yes. giving his speech. He has a tattoo of like the scales of justice on his forearm. Judgment, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's not a regular tattoo because it actually moves. <laughs> it's not permanent. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, a temporary tattoo. <laughs> Uh, and then people like volunteer to be judged by him, right? And I don't think he's really judging. I think it's more of like he's like the, the avatar to the god that they worship, which is Amit. Yes, as um, he doles out this judgment with his cane thing is pretty cool. Yeah, and I found it was hilarious that it was just red or green. Like that's literally like is there like a yeah. yellow? Like it's it's coming. Just wait a second. <laughs> like come on. Um, and then as soon as you judge, and if you judge like you're a failure, you're not a good person, remember? Mm-hmm. It's almost like your life is just taken from you there. Yeah, your zombify, your life force energy yeah. is sucked up, sucked away. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is where they inform him that oh, the guy we're chasing is somewhere here, right? So uh, he says something in, I believe, Egyptian, and everyone in the court kneels except for Stephen. And it's like almost like from a sitcom. It's like, oh, uh, what was going Oops. on? Nope. <laughs> Found him. <laughs> and uh, he's recognized by a hero and says he's a mercenary. He's like, no, I'm a gift shopist. Yeah, that's not me. I don't know. You got me confused with someone else. And he's like, okay, well, you have something I want, which is the scarab. I see. And he tries, he's like well, a loser. He tries to give it to him. He's like, yeah, just just take it. Yeah. But I his body will not let him give it. Yeah. I thought this was kind of funny because like he has to like turn his whole body with his arms stretched out to try yeah. to give it to him and it still won't, won't let it go. I was thinking he was going to like try and jerk it away and then he's just going to throw a punch accidentally at him. I was <laughs> expecting that to be honest, like some slip stack uh, comedy. I don't know. And then he is almost like running away now uncontrollably. Yeah. So they chase him and they surround him. And then he does this thing where like, it's almost like a quick blackout and then wake up again. And the guys all around him are like killed. Yeah. Blood on his hands. It's obvious he beat them up somehow. Mm -hmm. And he's scared again, goes running, decides to steal a cupcake truck. Yeah. And now it's a chase sequence down the hills of the, the big mountain there. And one of the guys, the henchman, gets into the truck, has a gun drawn on him. And again, another one of those like quick in and out sequences where he wakes up and now he's holding the gun and the guy's dead in the back of the van. What the hell? And it's just a lot of these shots like him phasing in and out mm-hmm. as these trucks go falling down the cliff Yep. as uh, he's like, seems like he's beating them up pretty mm-hmm. easily. He's got the truck like in reverse now, like he's driving in reverse. Yeah. And the final two guys like pull him over and then they're like hit by like falling logs. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on there. And then, uh, and then he is so scared that like, he just wakes up and he's at home again. Yeah, okay. it was just a dream. Yeah, don't worry about it. N- none of that was real, I guess. Okay, thank right? God. Yeah. 
And then uh, he's got to get ready for his date. Yes, he does notice that uh, Gus has two fins now. Yeah. So he brings him to the fish, uh, or I guess like the pet store. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what happened? They can't just grow a fin again. This is not my fish. The uh, fish shop girl there's like, okay, you again? Like he rec- she recognizes him. And he's been like, there recently. He's like, I, I don't know what to tell you. The fish have two fins. Right. And... <laughs> And she's like, okay, I, I do have a date. And she has to run out of there. It's steak time. Uh, it's not steak time because the date never shows up because he never showed up. Because apparently it's not Friday, it's Sunday. It's two days later. He lost some time there. That means in between when he went to bed Thursday night, he's missed Friday and Saturday. And now it's Sunday. Yeah. I, I, that's some travel time. He had to go over wherever that village was yeah. and back. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done this. I've just went to sleep and woken up two days later. <laughs> I was going to ask, how long do you think is the longest you've ever slept? Probably 13 hours. Really? Yeah. That's kind of, I honestly thought it was going to be longer. Because I've I've been awake one time for 50 hours and then I slept like... I've done that. Maybe 15 hours. No, I've only slept like 13 hours probably. Really? Yeah. I'm not, you know, I have things to do. You're not... Okay. <laughs> The most sleepiest guy ever. I'm not, you know, I'm not a lazy guy. Oh, all right. I, I need to get up. I'm a morning person. <laughs> no. Uh, who am I talking to right now? <laughs> what personality am I talking to? <laughs> Give me Christopher. He doesn't know what's going on, right? Yeah. So then um, he goes back home, and then this is when he notices some things are different in his apartment. Everything's off. There's um, like scratches on the ground. Mm-hmm. He realizes the table must have been going back and forth here. Someone's been pushing it around. Yep. He moves it, gets on top of it, finds a compartment where there's a phone and a key. Yeah. What? The phone has a bunch of missed calls, right? So he calls it back. I think it's Layla that's the missed call from. Mm-hmm. And a woman answers. And she's like, I've been trying to reach you, Mark. Why'd you call me Mark? <laughs> and then and then he doesn't know what's going on, right? And I, I think this is when, like, Kanchu reappears with yes. him, right? There's, like, some flickering, very scary sight as a, some, another voice in his head. It's not Kanchu. It's, like, just a separate voice talking yeah. to him. Stop looking. It's telling him. Just stop yeah. looking. You're stop searching. getting too close to yeah. the, what I don't want you to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a scene, a lot of mirrors in this episode, right? Oh, yeah. Because they want to play with like reflections and double sides and stuff, right? Looking into yourself. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Kanchu does appear. So he's terrified. So he's trying to get down the elevator. And then uh, it stops on the floor and the whole hallway is just pitch black. Mm -hmm. I'd be scared if this is just a regular day. This is just a creepy corridor. I don't yeah. want to be here right now. <laughs> right. And then Kanchu is like, it's like, it's almost like Batman when they're trying to shoot him and they only see the flashes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Little flashes of Kanchu marching towards you. Kanchu's like, what, like nine feet tall, right? Maybe. Yeah. yeah he's lurching down. So he's crouching. Yeah. He's really cool. It's probably the, like the coolest thing in the show. You think so? The I, look I, of it? I really like him. Um, and he, Mark or Steven is terrified. Get it right. Yeah. Okay. Oscar Isaac is terrified that he's coming and he's like balled up in the corner of the elevator now. And when Conchu reaches the elevator, it's like this old woman, old lady there. And she's kind of scared of him. Like creepy guy in the elevator (laughs) on the floor. (laughs) I want to get, talk to my friend Claire right now. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, he sees her leave. Right. And then. I think Kanchu appears again and he screams and he's not in the elevator. He's like on the bus. Yeah, just like... <laughs> like waking, he woke up from a nap on the bus. Right. He woke up 
now on the bus standing up yeah and he's screaming right <laughs> have you ever done this have you ever done like woken up from a nap and then kind of like maybe like sh- shaked or something i've actually at the library i've had like long nights of studying and it's already actually i'm studied so long it's the middle of the day now yeah i woke up from my own snore i've done, i was gonna say the same thing okay yeah, yeah. but i think i've done this like in an uber oh yeah <laughs> it's embarrassing i got stares <laughs> Uh, he sees Kanchu like on the street though, so like Kanchu is following him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he makes his way to work, and he's thinking like something's following me. So he warns the guards like somebody's after me. Right, and even the guards like, well, I can't like stop people from going in. It's a public museum. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, What am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, like, Arthur Harrow is already there, mm-hmm. and he approaches Stephen. Yeah, and, there go. <laughs> and then Stephen tries to get some other guards to stop him, but apparently they're part of his cult. They're all, like, praise Amit, right? They're yeah. all... Uh, they all have yeah. the tattoo. They're all with the cult, and um, they circle around. The, Harrow even does a judgment on Stephen, yeah. and he all he can drum up is that there is chaos in him. Right. He almost, like, couldn't be judged. Yes, and he explains what's going on with Amit and how she was like uh, betrayed by right. the gods in the mm-hmm. past. The nine, there's like nine of them total. The Inyad, yeah. right? And um, she's, her powers is she can knows your past, present, and future and judges you on all of that. Mm-hmm. Interesting idea. So then later that night to get the scarab back, uh, I think like Harrow unleashes like almost like a jackal monster into the museum to get after Steven. Right, as... Uh, it's a night at the museum scary scene right now as mm. he's uh, getting chased down by this uh, werewolf type it's really Yeah, it's really scary. Um, it's almost like he can crawl on the walls and stuff and he's yeah. running and he's like throwing the shelves down to try to get away. He finally locks himself in like a, the bathroom and this bathroom has mirrors on like everywhere. This is an awesome <laughs> like a bathroom. Maze. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> And he's talking to himself in the reflection, but the reflection is like alive on its own. It's doing its own thing. It's American. Yeah. It's talking to him. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can get us out of here, but you have to let me take over. Yes. As uh, Stephen gives him power and he kind of fades in and the Moon Knight costume enwraps him. Right. He doesn't, you know, pull a costume out of a bag or rip off in his shirt and there's a costume under. It is magically forming around him. Yes. It's just on him somehow. Yeah. And uh, we don't get a shot of the fight but we get an idea he beats up that jackal character pretty easily yeah and the bathroom is toe up like he was in that toilet for a while (laughs) do not go in there (laughs) and then he turns around and and, you know it's a close-up shot and we last see his like glowing eyes of moon knight pretty awesome shot and that's how the first episode ends all in all i think it was a great introduction leaves enough mystery that i want to keep watching and um, it still had enough like action and, and special effects that I still felt like, oh, it wasn't like leaving wanting. I, th- I agree with you on all those points. I thought it was well done. I think um, the Stephen character is meek but charming and yeah. it's there's enough action. There's some coolness there. I just felt like I wasn't surprised at any point of this episode. Oh, sorry. You knew everything was going to happen. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think I did. That's kind of what I'm annoyed at. Uh, but I'm going to say I'm, I'm obviously going to wait for the next episode. I thought it was super... I, uh, yeah. I'm surprised that I really enjoyed Ethan Hawke's character. Oh, really? Yeah, like more than I thought. Because I from the trailer and stuff and what his costume is, I was like, Ethan Hawke is going to be just a guy, kind of boring, just a, a foil for Steven and, and Mark and, and Moon Knight. 
but I feel like there's something there and he's acting really well and I want I want to see more of him. I've seen some of his indie movies and I could see he pulled this kind of strange character out of him. Oh, really? Yeah, I've yeah. seen a few. There's one where he's like a priest or whatever. There's okay. one where he's like yeah. a detective. I only watched that movie because Emma Watson was in it, but... Training yeah. Day? Exactly. <laughs> But uh, this one, uh, I think he, the Ethan Hawke character, I'm curious how, what like power he has really yeah. on uh, how he's going to warp the cult he has. Like mm-hmm. it, that's the, the true power. Like How big make, is this cult really? Making yeah. people crazy. Everyone's got the tattoo. I'm like, yeah. Steven's the only one that is not cool enough to. Maybe everyone that, that works at the museum has one. I know Donna does. <laughs> um, so many questions still that we have no idea about like. My question is, yes, Mark is the other alternate personality. Right. But does Mark himself differ from Moon Knight? Like, does Mark then relinquish his ability and becomes Moon Knight? Or is Mark just Moon Knight? Is Mark just wearing a Moon Knight costume is the question or, or, kind of. Yeah, like does, like when he is Moon Knight, is that Mark under the hood? Or is it like a totally separate like entity? It's like they have to like, it waterfalls, like whoever's taking up on, on control yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Okay. And can can Steven ever just become Moon Knight? You look funny, like kind of yeah. like frantic in the, in the costume. Yeah, bumbling guy. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> what other, oh, is Jack? Lockley in there. Is there some right. of the lesser known avatars that are not um, yeah. used all the time in there mm-hmm. somewhere in his head? What other changes do you think they have in the book? Because like in the comics, Stephen Grant is like a millionaire. Right. Here he works at a gift shop. I was going to say, do I not like it that they warped his character? Yeah. I think I like it because it makes sense. They have to have someone that's like oblivious and is kind of but why scared that of character? stuff. Why not the Lockley character? Because Jack Lockley is like the tough one. Like really okay. the three is the the he's the night owl he's the one that's uh what, i think mark specter is pretty tough he's pretty tough but <laughs> he's regular right? he's a mercenary he's a killer he's a mercenary i guess <laughs> but the my my understanding he's also like the everyman mm-hmm. and um i think we get that we're gonna get that character when we he's like a soldier yeah but also the lead character you know yeah i can't wait to see more of Kanchu and i want to see Kanchu kind of like talking more to either mark or steven and kind of explaining things and obviously we're catching up with steven grant but it seems like mark and moon knight have been doing this for a while oh good point like what if what actually have they been doing yeah who knows they can been been moon knighting for years Oh, wow. You know what I mean? And just Stephen Grant never knew. This is not the first we've seen of this character. Maybe he's been there the whole time before since ancient times. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, I'm curious about that. Uh, I think I do like the Khonshu interpretation here. He's not necessarily... It doesn't sound like he's of ancient time. It kind of sounds like just a guy. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a cool approach. You know, he's kind of a bully to Stephen. Right, yeah. Curious about how he's to, to Mark. Maybe that's the thing is he treats each of them differently. Right. Well, he knows, like, Stephen, he can't really rely on Stephen. That's why he's like, oh, the idiot's in charge right now. He just doesn't talk to him. Yeah, like, I, I can't, I don't even want to deal with you. Yeah, it's a burden. Okay. I'm yeah. curious. I had to look it up. Like, was that Optimus Prime's voice? It's not. It's <laughs> no. not. Get friends. Okay, it's not. Um, there's more characters that we have yet to meet, mm-hmm. so the we see in the trailer there's a lot more stuff going on uh, and some powers that Arthur Harrow might possess that we didn't see yet in the in the first episode truly okay i can't wait to see that i think i'm going to like the layla character mm. just i've seen that actress in that um was it rami she was interesting yeah. there i think she's a good actress 
I'm curious what's going to go on when they finally meet. Right. What's the what's the story with them with Mark and her? Mm. Right. Well, why do you think um, Mark and Stephen have different accents? I think the Stephen character, the character, was like made up, and he actually doesn't have a past. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. On the phone, I think he's talking to nobody. Right. He's, he's just imagining leaving it. Leaving a message to his mom, but he's never really talking to her. Yeah. Uh, when he leaves to go to work, there's like that broom salesman that's like blocking his doorway. Okay. I think that guy's like an agent or something. He's there just to make, like to know when he actually leaves. <laughs> okay. That's why he's literally in his doorway. That sounds cons- uh, conspiratorial. I thought that was just a broom salesman. Well, I'm sure it's like, okay, once he leaves, like he reports like, okay, he left. No, I think broom salesmen are a thing in England. I think there's just yes, I know, but chimney. they don't block people's doorway. I think chimney sweeps are a big thing there. <laughs> I think <laughs> um, there's a lot going on, but I am interested in, in all of it. I don't think there's anything that's like unnecessary in the show. No, I don't think that either. So that's why I, I'm not like don't dislike it. I'm just mm-hmm. like I want to see. I want to be surprised at a certain point. Do you have any predictions then, mm. basing off the first episode? Uh I kind of don't. I'm curious. Like, are they going to go actually globe trotting? Because uh, yeah. maybe Kanchu's going to pull him everywhere. He already went to that other village. Mm-hmm. Where else is he headed? I, I like the sight of that place. Yeah. Know? I think it's going to be way more. I, I haven't read a lot of Moon Knight comic books, but I think this is going to be way more Egyptian history based. Okay. Maybe the, the pyramids will erupt from somewhere yeah. in, into London. Mm-hmm. Right. And like. It'll really seem like there's like maybe Egyptian monsters coming out of nowhere. We already saw the jackal. Yeah. So the jackal, do you think that's that's the MCU's version of a werewolf? Well, I think this one was just a shout out to his werewolf origins in the comics. Yeah. That they just like, okay, jackal seems close enough. They use the jackal. Yeah. But do you think like- I I don't think- Werewolves are originated from these monsters in in the MCU? I don't think so. I think if we do have werewolves, they'd have something else. Uh, Jack Russell, I don't think would be, his origin would be- um, Egypt, I think. Okay. I think they might, but I don't know. Just because we know Blade's coming with vampires. Maybe this is how they introduce werewolves. Werewolf in London. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have one prediction. Okay. At the end of the season, um, we, you know, maybe Arthur Harrow is defeated and uh, the Egyptian god Amit is defeated and we see her there. She's a goddess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then out of behind her or something or some something attacks her, right? Okay. Maybe this is an end credit scene. And then when we see what attacks her and kills her, it's gore. Oh, the God Butcher. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Wow. Just to hype up uh, Thor. Just to con- connect the tissues there. Yes, because Gore the God Butcher is the villain for the next Thor movie. And the, she go, the, goes after all the gods, gods on other planets, gods on Earth. Going down to Earth. Kill yeah. gods. That's oh, what okay. Gore does. There has got to, I guess, that would call his attention, maybe, if uh, Ahmed does get released in this show, right? Right. And yeah. then they would call him to Earth for for some reason, then Thor is like, you're all up in my um, favorite place. It's right? my place, homie. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> it's new Asgard, homie. <laughs> um, and, and then Conchu is kind of really, maybe he's just, he doesn't care about I'm mean, He's just angry that he's yeah. bringing attention to Earth, maybe. Maybe, yeah. There's there, What about the other Ennead, if these two are in there? you know, like, I bet we'll see them all. Horus, Osiris. Yeah. Yeah. Seth is one of them. Yeah. Seth Rogen. 
Um, I, I'm excited to see all of them. I was wishing that all the episodes would just drop. Oh no! But uh, yeah, it didn't happen. I want I want them one at a time. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that. All right, uh, it's great to be back talking about MCU again. Is there anything else you want to mention before we head out? Um, he's going hard into the English terminology. It's kind of like <laughs> funny. <laughs> Do you believe it? Do you believe it? No. I, I think, well, I don't know a lot of British people, but I I believe it. I think it's funny. Like, I'm, I think that's my favorite part of the show. Oh, my God. Okay. Is, I don't. What is this? Is this Cockney? I don't know what the no. even regions are in England. I have no. I don't think it's the rich up. It's just regular. Just vanilla just English. Regular, yeah. Middle England kind of <laughs> like accent. Random all average them up It's together. an American British accent. Exactly. It's an American trying to do English accent. Because he's, he's throwing them out there. Like, I see having a laugh. The thing is, like, it's not real because, you, like you said, his exactly. personality is made up. He's. I don't just, I think the idea is he's trying to use English as much as possible, like use English from England yeah. vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that it's just a made up character. It's like, what do you see on TV? Guess what? All these characters are made up. No, I think Donna is really English. All right. Uh, guys, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We're going to be recapping all of Moon Nights every week. Plus, the regular podcast episodes on Wednesdays, we'll be breaking down a bunch of comic books and talking about comic book news. Yeah, we want to thank you guys for joining us. And you can also join us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast, where we can talk more about Moon Nights. All right. We'll be back for episode two next Monday. Until then, Daniel, do you have any kind of outro for this? I don't give a monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.